I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Tuesday, August 9th, and you are listening to another edition of the 24-7 Sports football recruiting podcast my name is Blair Angulo thank you so much for tuning in as we kick off another big week another busy week in the world of college football recruiting remember we've got a top 24 7 update in the 2024 class a refresh coming later this week over at 247sports.com and we've also been resetting the board as it as it relates to the team rankings in the 2023 class, there's been obviously some movements some back and forth. Notre Dame at the time of recording is at the top right now, the number one class with 23 commitments, an average of 93.04, which is really, really good. Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma, all up there as well. But the school we wanted to discuss today was Clemson. And to do so, we will bring in Anna Adams of Clemson 24-7, the Tigers website on the 24-7 Sports Network. First of all, Anna, how are you doing? I'm good. We've uh, had our first camp practice on Friday. No matter how many years I've been doing this, that buzz, that just the adrenaline rush of getting out there on the field, just it never, it never dims. So that might sound a little romantic. I don't know, but it was fun getting back out there and just fun kind of seeing the new freshmen. I always like seeing kind of the guys that as a recruiting reporter, you know, what they look like uh, on the field next to their older peers and Clemson's got some new coaches out there. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, a lot to, I think, be optimistic about if if you are a Clemson fan uh, and if you're a national college football fan and, and just kind of keeping an eye on some other schools. Uh, Clemson is one of those schools that I think people forgot about last year, right? They, there, there were some bumps in the road. They lost both offensive, offensive and defensive coordinator. They've had to replace some talent. They've had, obviously, the loss of, of some NFL players. The quarterback spot has been a bit iffy, even though there is a lot of star power there. But that's one of those schools that I think is reminding us right now, especially on the recruiting trail. Number seven right now, Nashville. Nationally, 19 commitments. Uh, 14 of those are four stars, and two of those are five stars. So a lot of star star power coming into Clemson in the 23 class, and I think it's it, it's another indication and it's a reminder, like I said, that there is a lot of staying power there for Dabo Swinney on the recruiting trail. Yeah, absolutely. I think maybe in the spring, even last fall, there was some questions like, you know, how is Clemson? going to do on the recruiting trail, you know, especially not only after last season, but losing Brent Venables was huge. I mean, Tony Elliott was huge as well, but um, from a recruiting perspective, Brent Venables, you associate that with the Clemson defense. 
So, you know, those elite defensive linemen, those edge guys, linebacker, are they still going to want to come to Clemson when you promote a guy like Wes Goodwin, who in-house everyone's super excited about, but, you know, even as reporters, we didn't really know much about. So we who don't cover the team don't know much about him, even though he's on staff, you know, what are fans and recruits and families going to know about him? Not much, if anything. So, you know, I think Clemson did a good job in the spring getting their top guys on campus. And, um, you know, you might ask about this, but one of the ways I think that they were able to get so much momentum over the summer specifically is having guys on campus as official visitors for the very first time. So we asked Abo about that a couple of weeks ago, just like kind of what changed your mind there? Cause he was very anti spring summer officials. It was like, no, we will wait until the fall to get them on campus in that capacity. But um, they hosted over 30 guys uh, the first weekend in June and that paid dividends. I think the, the ability to adjust, right? And to maybe call an audible if, if you are Dabo Sweeney, if you are that staff and you wonder, okay, what can we do better? How can we stay true to what we do as, as a Clemson staff? Because Clemson doesn't offer a lot of prospects. They are one of those schools that offers the least amount of players. They're very selected. They're very methodical. And they were one of those holdouts that wasn't bringing in official visitors in the month of June or in the summer ahead of the season. It was all about getting that in-game experience, getting that game day atmosphere during a, a, a game day weekend. And for for Dabo to change things up, I think you have to applaud him, right? Because I think he got the temperature of what the recruiting landscape is currently with early commitments, with NIL, with so many questions about collectives and, and conference realignment and all that sort of stuff. He got ahead of it and it, it's really paid dividends. What have you taken away from, from that strategy? Is it just a one-off or do you think that Clemson has changed for good? No, they'll continue doing that going forward. Um, Dabba made the point that they're not just going to open up all spring and summer weekends on a recruiting calendar that you can host kids and just all of a sudden just host whoever wants to come on any weekend. They had one weekend that was designated as an official visit weekend. So in terms of making your staff work more, your players as hosts work more, just in general, the effort that goes into hosting official visitors, they consolidated that into one weekend, even though they hosted a ton, you know, 30 kids, which I think Andrew Ivins produced a stat back in June that I don't think any in the like since summer officials became a thing. I don't think any school has hosted that many prospects on one single weekend. Maybe Florida did. I don't know. I have to go back and look at that. But anyways, it, it paid off. I mean, they got, I don't have the exact number in front of me, how many of those visitors, I can go back and count, but how many of those visitors are now either commitments or liens or Clemson is still very much in the mix for. So um, I think getting them all in one place Clemson does official visitors, in my opinion, better or as well as anyone in the country. They go to Davos house, they have dinner there, shoot hoops, the pool might have been open, the whole thing. And it also creates, I mean, you get the commitments on campus already, to the, the all com- guys that are already committed, as well as uncommitted guys, get them to know each other. And you're not in a game day atmosphere. So you do have more time to kind of cater to them um, as a coaching staff. And I think that, you know, if you get, I think they had six, seven DNs and they don't obviously don't have that much room for that many DNs. So, you know, the, the competitive aspect is there too. Like, Hey, if I like Clemson, you know, is my spot going to get taken? Do I need to kind of expedite my recruiting process and, and not in a cheap way, but and not in a way that won't stick, but just kind of, again, showing these, these coveted players that like, Hey, you're not the only coveted 
kid that's interested in Clemson. So um, I just think it kind of reminded kids out there on the trail, the brand that Clemson has and, you know, hadn't won, won two national championships not too long ago. So yeah, maybe fell on hard times last season, but I think that that Dabo Sweeney kind of flexed a little bit this offseason. Yeah, Clemson right now pushing for a top ten, top five class nationally. We will continue our conversation on the Tigers recruiting class right now. You're listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We are back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. I am joined by Anna Adams of Clemson 24-7. She covers football, basketball, and recruiting over on the Tigers website in the 24-7 Sports Network. I remember exchanging a few text messages with you, Anna, over the last maybe two or three recruiting classes, and it was always about a recruit canceling uh, an official visit or maybe Clemson canceling an official visit. And I think it's it's very targeted, right? I think that Dabo and that staff do such a great job of, of getting a feel for a recruit. And they're not just bringing in visitors just for a free trip, right? Like it's not a vacation. It's not you coming out to see a game on Clemson's dime. It's, it's really about true interest. It's about being able to get a, an accurate feel for a player and, and whether or not they have an actual shot of, of landing him. And, you know, when we were texting, it was usually a player from the West Coast who was trying to get out there just for the fun of it, right? Like it, it was maybe Clemson on the outside looking in of a top three or a top four, but they don't waste their time. And I think that's something that sets them apart when it comes to hosting those official visits. Have I gotten kind of a, a right read on that? Yeah, I think so. I think that's why they were hesitant in the first place not to host spring and summer official visitors because they didn't want to just all of a sudden open the floodgate to kids that wanted to come visit Clemson. And their philosophy was, if you really want to see Clemson in the spring or the summer and you're serious about our program, you'll find a way to get here. That was yeah. way more of the, the decision-making, especially for the elite kids, was later in the process. But now, the you know, so many kids are committing in June or even before that, I think that's when Clemson recognized like, okay, at this point, we can't really hold tight and fast to that philosophy anymore. Yes, we can be picky still about who we want on campus, who we target and make sure that interest is sincere, but we can also tweak what we're doing a little bit just because of the timeline and how recruiting is going these days. 
Yeah, I think there's so many variables, and and I think some of these schools, right, the Oklahomas, the Clemson, the Georgias, the Ohio States, the Bamas, the Notre Dames, like those, the the top tier blue bloods of college football, they make it look a little easier than it is. I, I think it's tough to recruit to a school that's already loaded with talent and with so many options out there, with so many different variables factoring into recruitment. Uh, I think we lose sight of that sometimes. That maybe all the five stars and all the high high end four stars are already on Clemson's roster at, at times affects their ability to make a a realistic recruiting pitch and to offer immediate playing time, which is such a big thing for some of these elite recruits that Clemson is going after. Now, Anna, before we go, I did want to touch on potentially what could be happening next for Clemson. We touched on it earlier, 19 commitments already, 16 of those, either four or five stars. Uh, Not a lot of room left, but Clemson is still in on some key targets. Yeah, they are. You know, I think wide receiver Ronan Hannafin, Hannafin, I'm not quite sure if that's the correct pronunciation, but he, uh, I think he's close to, he ideally would make a preseason decision. I think if you asked him, I don't know if that'll carry into the fall and Notre Dame was regarded as a front runner, but Clemson's kind of overtaken the Irish recently. That would be a big get. I think coaching staffs maybe are a little higher on him than the industry. So we'll see if that, you know, senior year kind of where he falls rankings wise, Caden McDonald, big war daddy from Georgia um, that Clemson is in on and might actually lead for. Um, I think Ohio State's in there, Florida's in there, and he plans to take a few visits in the fall. They need a running back. So I will say that wide receiver and running back have not been there. Clemson has struggled a little bit there. Maybe struggles a little bit harsh of a word, but they have, they're not recruiting lights out at that for those two positions. So I think wide receiver, part of that is new position coach. Kids are still getting used to who Tyler Grisham is. And then B, the passing game last year did not do Clemson any favors. So I mean, Clemson has branded itself as wide receiver U. So, you know, the hope if you're Clemson is that kind of self-corrects itself this season and you're kind of getting those big brand names, you know, those, those big time top wide receivers looking at Clemson again, but that's also related to NIL, which is a whole nother story. I don't know if we have time today to discuss you know, how NIL affects Clemson, but you know, I will say not to get off on a tangent, but talking about how Clemson, you know, does things a little bit differently. Dabo had a quote this summer that said, you know, the, the more chaotic college football and recruiting becomes, the better it is for Clemson. Basically insinuating like let everyone else kind of I don't fight amongst themselves with the NIL and self-destruct a little bit. And we're just going to kind of keep doing what we're doing and we're not going to lead with NIL. And if, you know, you come to us asking, what can we do for you in terms of money? Dabo basically said, you know, we're not going to get those kids. So yes, NIL is important and we're going to educate you and teach you about that. But it's just another aspect of our program, just like prehab, rehab, academics would be. So they're not going to lead with that. Anyways, back to the guys kind of still on the board. Um, They also want a defensive end. David Hobbs would be a name to know. They have not offered him yet. I think they want to get him back on campus and then probably want another offensive tackle. I guess they could conclude with what they have right now, but I think... Clemson, they're working right now with 13 scholarship guys that are available. And um, I know you always kind of want that 15, 16 number. So if I'm Clemson, I would I would definitely snag another guy, even if he's not, you know, highly coveted by all the, the big time programs. I just think another body would be important and then maybe another safety. But, you know, we'll see what the season brings in terms of attrition and stuff like that. But those are kind of the guys right now on the radar. Dabo is that is that meme where the girl is in the front and there's a fire that broke out in the background. Uh, <laughs> he loves to see the mayhem in college football and yeah. <laughs> uh, he's going to be pitching stability. Uh, and that's what Clemson's all about. Obviously, you mentioned some of the receivers that they're going after and the need for those top tier receivers. Christopher Vazina being the five star quarterback that's that's spearheading this 2023 class. So 
not not a bad pitch to make there if you're Dabo Sweeney. Yeah. Uh, come catch some balls from Christopher Vizzino, who was, who was uh, terrific at the Elite 11 finals. Same with the number one quarterback last year. Kate Glovnick, like the good kid above you, that one class ahead of you. So um, from that standpoint, Clemson should have plenty to sell. So I think it's just a matter of proving it on the field. And and same with the running back. CJ Spiller is a new uh, new position coach, and he's accomplished a lot in college, obviously, and, and played in the NFL. But again, I think NIL has hurt Clemson a little bit there. Um, so I'll be interested to see kind of if they gain traction with, with Christopher Johnson, um, South Florida kid who they like, um, or anyone else. Yeah, yeah. Well, Clemson will be a program to monitor here in the months to come as the season is just around the corner and you can catch all the coverage over at Clemson 24-7 with Anna Adams. Anna, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Talk soon. All right. So that was Anna and our for our producer, Lance Glenn. I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Yeah.